protection. Let's be real. The kids wearing a mask is for their own protection. It is not for, it's not political. Well, (laughs) it's not any of that. It's just for their own protection. So I have, I hadn't heard that. I would thank you so much for listening to this episode of Earrings Off. We want to invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. You can find us on Facebook at Earrings Off Podcast and on Instagram at The Earrings Off Podcast. Welcome to Earrings Off. I'm Lou. And I'm Teresa. Let's get started. Teresa, you know it is that time of the year where the students are going back to school. I spoke with my nieces this week, and both of my um, grand, my, my um, grandnephew, grandniece, one lives in Florida, one lives in South Carolina, they're going back to school this week. You, you mean they're going to be on site? Yeah, really yeah, right, 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 on site. Yeah. And I don't know about you, yeah. but have you been following the news with, you know, all of these um, school board meetings and in different localities, people showing up because they've said in different states and in different localities that they want the kids to wear masks and people, the, the parents are upset because the students are going to have to wear masks. Have you seen that? I haven't seen it, but I think it's that borderlines that borders ridiculous to I me mean, because they don't want them. They don't want them. They don't want them remote, which I get now that they're going to be on site. I mean, that's just for their own protection. Let's be real. Yeah. The kids wearing a mask is for their own protection. It is not for it's not political. Well, <laughs> it's not any of that. It's just for their own protection. So I have I hadn't heard that. I would think that they would be rejoicing if this no. if the kids had to wear a mask. No, they're not. But but you um you brought up the point that really what's happened is that mask issue it has become and this whole COVID protocol has become so political, and it is it's sad and it's scary because you know. I'm not a scientist. I have to rely on the scientists and what they're saying is best to keep us safe. And if it's okay, if you don't, if you know that's not your area of expertise, it's just like in any other area. I don't try to fix my car. I take it to a mechanic who knows the intricacies of how to keep that car running safely. And so for me, for us to say, to get bogged down in politics and say, I don't want my child wearing a mask when we know that they're at risk and that also that we can be at increased risk, then I'm just not, I'm not getting that, how we can't separate that issue to just look solely at what the recommendations and to see you know, factually what should be done. And I'm just, I'm having a problem with this. I, I just, and people are very well, yeah. irate, very irate. So. Well, well, I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it, you know, just taking a big step back. I think a lot of it is COVID fatigue. I think uh, yeah. what has happened is, well, well, COVID fatigue and political 
saturation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that we as a people, you know, we had four years where we were so polarized and there was so much hate and so much vitriol. Mm-hmm. And I think, and now we're having this dealing with this whole COVID thing. Yeah. And then I think what's happening is that people are frustrated and tired and they don't realize what they're taking their anger and their frustration and their tiredness out on. And it's mm-hmm. the simplest of things as mm-hmm. wearing a mask to me, yeah. to me, but of course to them, it's not a simple issue. Like you said, it's a, poli- it, it is, it is political and it shouldn't be. And what we should be thinking about is those babies. And let yeah. me tell you something, when, when you look at the numbers and they are as high as they are, when we were in this time last year and we have relaxed, we have relaxed protocol and not strengthened them. And we have a breakthrough variant. I feel like if anything, if we're going to react in the same manner we did before, things should be shut down now. We have a breakthrough variant. Get get with that for a minute. It's a breakthrough. That means you've been vaccinated you 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 can still end up in the hospital you hopefully have won't die because of the because of the vaccine but if you haven't been vaccinated your chances of dying are, are greater you know well, and, and and this is the just, thing when you say we're where we were before our words because now they're talking about the fact that there are no beds we're getting back to that point in hospitals where there are no available beds. And so now we're hearing in different states, we've returned back to telling people, you know what, we're not doing any kind of elective procedures, anything that we don't have to do, we're not doing. But I listened to the news last night and they were talking about in Mississippi where it's where um, I think the... um, director of the the main hospital was saying it's almost at the point where even if someone is having a heart attack or stroke, the ambulance, they won't have anywhere to take them. They they won't even be able to come and transport you anywhere. And uh, you and I both know, particularly well with heart attack victims and stroke, it's imperative that they receive care immediately. 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 But they're not going to have access to that because the hospitals are being overrun with these um, with these COVID COVID. patients. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. And so to me, I mean, none none of the restrictions should be relaxed. I think we, we, in fact, in my office, you know, they didn't send us back home. But what they did institute is that we have to wear our masks all the time and we have to social distance Mm -hmm. and if you we can have in-person meetings and meeting rooms if there's room for people to social distance but absolutely if you've not been vaccinated they ask you not to attend in-person meetings right right. so you know we're still being super careful but they're they're willing to risk these and that ridiculous man in florida oh my goodness i would not i would not want to live in that state well, it's ridiculous. My uh, my brother lives in Florida and, uh, you know, I had a family member that had a recent health scare and he told me, he said, Lou, my brother said, Lou, you should be thankful that, you know, that you're not in Florida or you didn't need to receive care in Florida because there's nowhere. 
that you can't get him anywhere. And uh, and sure enough, what he was telling me, that's what I'm seeing on the news. But um, Teresa, as the mom of, of college students, though, what, what are they saying about the students returning back to college? Are you hearing what, what how are parents, your peers feeling about that? Well, um, I haven't really talked to anybody about it other than my child. Mm-hmm. And what she feels about it is that um, she wants them to follow the CDC guidelines. Mm -hmm. But I think the governor has come out and said something a little different Mm -hmm. than that. And she's a little disturbed by that. I think that what did the governor, I think, I don't, I think the governor might've said optional masks, optional. Well, but no, well, Teresa, I saw today, though, the governor, at least of our state in Virginia, they're now requiring masks, you know, all. Okay, so, okay, so if, so if they're requiring masks, and they're following CDC guidelines, and she's happy. Yeah, yeah. Because, because the the thing that she's concerned about is the fact, because the school follows whatever the governor says. Yeah, yeah. But I I think I just saw that earlier today but you know what I thought about um you know I think what's happened is well let me just speak for myself I thought after the election and that we would you know as Americans um become a bit uh calmer that maybe we would return to a place or of where we could where we could work together or to help us get through this pandemic. But it's almost as if, you know, I think about when someone's been abused, you don't immediately, uh, there are some long-term ramifications of that. It doesn't just happen without, you don't really heal or you're not going to get over it, but you don't get to a better place without walking through that journey and experiencing um, some healing within or having that issue addressed. Well, what's happened, just because there was a change in at the top in terms of the party or the presidency, that's not going to fix everything. It's still the remnants of what we've been through. I think that's what we're seeing with people acting out and not being able to hear each other and all of the anger. Um, What's freaking me out is just the airlines, you know, when people are traveling and the way they are conducting themselves in these airports. And I have traveled and missed connections and had to stay in a hotel and sat, stood in a long line and did that once with toddlers, but at the end of the day, you still cannot just go off on personnel in these airports, and particularly when you're in flight, and place everybody in danger and then cause additional delays because of your misbehavior. So that's what's just throwing me. I'm just, it's like, really? We've, we've reached a whole new level here. So uh, aggressive drivers are, are on the rise. Um, yesterday, when I was driving home, I, I've witnessed it even more than just yesterday. Personally, I've just seen people acting out on the roads. It's just been really crazy. What? I've seen more accidents than usual. 
and all of that. <clears throat> but yesterday, personally, this happened to me. Um, I'm in a lane that eventually I know is going to end. Mm-hmm. So I need to get over. Mm-hmm. I need to get over. My signal is on and there's a huge opening. When I say huge, three cars could have mm-hmm. got over. That's how much yeah. distance between right. me and the car. So I put my signal on and got right over. Right. Yeah. When I tell you the guy behind me was livid. He was livid. He was what? cussing and slamming his hands on the wheel. What? And as soon, as soon as he could get over one lane, he got over one lane and he stopped, he slowed right next to me and he flips me off. What? And then he gets back in front of me and he cut and he cut me off. He uh, he oh didn't get goodness. the same, he didn't give me the same grace and distance that I had given him. He cut me off and he hit his brakes. Oh my goodness. He did. He cut me off and he hit his brakes. And, and I said, you know what? God bless you, man, because you must be having a horrible day. Yeah. And I hope things get better for you. Um, and oh, you pulled the Tabitha I, Brown on them, did you? Did you pull a Tabitha like she treated Oh, that's the, oh, Go ahead, Teresa. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, because I ain't, ain't nobody got time. I, he's not going to send my uh, pulse and blood pressure up because yeah. he's acting a fool. I felt really bad for him, honestly. And what I did, uh, because I didn't want to have an accident because he was being stupid, I just got, I needed to get over another lane anyway because yeah. I was exiting eventually anyway. And so I got over another lane. And when I got over another lane, he hit his gas and went on down the road, honestly. He was I'm just okay. trying to aggravate me, but he wasn't successful in aggravating me. I actually felt really bad for him. People are out of, out of control, out of control. So I, I tell mm-hmm. you, but, um, you know, and this guy had on a white shirt, you know what I mean? <laughs> he probably is somebody's boss. Mm-hmm. You know, he was dressed in a very nice car. When wow. I tell you, it was a very nice car. Wow. So mm-hmm. I was well, so surprised at the behavior. I wish I could have got a picture of him and posted it on social media and say, does anybody know this man? Well, you don't need a picture. Next next time, get his license plate and we'll broadcast it over our show. I'm going to tell you, you'll be on okay, blast. Nice idea. Yeah, just get that. Yeah, just get the <laughs> license plate. We'll put it out there. <laughs> I'll do that. But anyway, That's a good folks, idea. You no. Know, yeah. Just please just take it down a notch. Um, Just think about uh, what you're doing and how you're interacting. And like Teresa said, even if not for the other person, you don't need to run your blood pressure up or send your thoughts to a bad place for the day. We are trying to be safe um, and trying to all get through this. We're thinking about our children. Uh, They're watching us, but they're also depending on us to make sound decisions for their health. Um, so let's all be mindful of that as we move forward uh, and start approaching the fall um, as we plan what we're going to be doing to stay safe. That's all we have mm-hmm. for today. 